Hi, podcast listeners. So it occurs to me that there might be some people who are listening who see this as called School for the Dogs podcast, but might not realize that School for the Dogs is not just the podcast name. (laughs) It is an actual place in New York City. We are located in the East Village in Manhattan, 92 East 7th Street. It is a two-story storefront location with a big red awning and a little yard out back. And we train dogs. Now, I say we train dogs, but of course, I believe we are always training dogs. Dogs are always learning. So dog training is kind of, you know, this this uh, amorphous thing that has no start and no end the way I see it. But we specifically work with dogs and their human best friends in our location, uh, doing group lessons, doing private lessons, doing what we call off-leash services, which um, are essentially uh, play groups that are monitored by trainers. We separate by puppies and adult dogs, and their adult dogs we sometimes separate them by size or temperament. We have drop-off services. Uh, those are services where people bring their dogs for part of the day to work, uh, in some cases, one-on-one with a trainer, in some cases, uh, in group sessions with a trainer. Um, we call that day school. Uh, and we also do loads of private lessons where people come with their dogs, be it a puppy or a, a dog who has issues, as we say, um, behavior issues. Um, and we do group classes. We have tons of different group classes, puppy kindergarten, prep school is kind of like our basic manners class. Uh, one of our most popular classes for the urban dog and dog owner is sidewalk psychos which is a group class for dogs who are dealing especially with leash reactivity. We have a class called Stranger Danger, uh, tons of classes. But I was thinking to myself, you know, if someone really has never been to school for the dogs and hasn't worked with one of our trainers, they might not know what it even looks like to work with a dog trainer whether that's privately or virtually, in a group class with a puppy, an adult dog. So uh, I wanted to try and give you, dear listener, uh, kind of like a peek inside what our trainers actually do from the perspective of a client. So I picked a service kind of randomly. I picked uh, our... Uh, private session specifically, I wanted to see if I could get an insider's view of our private puppy sessions. So kind of at random, honestly, I called up a couple puppy owners who have recently worked with our trainers. And fortunately, they both had really great experiences. Uh, It does not surprise me at all. Our trainers are pretty fabulous, and uh, I think we provide some top-notch help 
to puppy owners. So what you're going to hear, they're kind of testimonials, really. Now, the clients you are about to hear are in New York City and worked in person with our trainers, but we also offer these sessions virtually. And it works really well virtually because so much of what happens in a private session, especially with a puppy, someone who might be new to having a puppy or having a puppy in New York City, so much of that first session really is talking. So it can work well virtually. And I think it works especially virtually uh, with dog owners who have done some homework beforehand So for that reason, for listeners of this episode, I've put together a special bundle that we're going to offer through the end of this month that I think will help you uh, with a new puppy, um, both with private assistance via a virtual session with one of our trainers, um, but also with the benefit of having the on-demand courses, uh, which can be done at your own pace. Some of them are mostly videos, some of it's stuff to read. And the two things really complement each other. It is so valuable, of course, to have the undivided attention for an hour and a half of a certified trainer who can address your specific needs and uh, goals. But also, it sure is helpful to have something that you can watch while you're laying in bed at night, puppy cuddled at your feet. So if you're interested in this uh, bundle where you can get the 90-minute session plus these virtual on-demand courses all together through the end of the month, it's $297. You can check it out at schoolforthedogs.com slash virtual bundle. And if you're one of the first 10 purchasers, you will get a special little gift in the mail from me. Without further ado, here are uh, these clients talking about what it was like to work with one of our trainers with their puppies. School, school for the dogs. My name is Dana Mayo. And I have a 15-week-old puppy, Cavapoo puppy, Goldie, and um, and she's a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> so how did Goldie come to be enrolled as a student at School for the Dogs? Just Googled. I was getting a new puppy, and I had some experience because my daughter just got a new puppy recently, Um, in another state and she had such great luck with training and I've never even used a trainer before for any previous hugs so I thought oh I'm gonna you know get training for my new puppy and so I put into the search and I think um, you know I narrowed it down to school for the dogs based on all the different options there were so many different there were classes there was one-on-one there were um just lots of things that appealed to me that i thought would be beneficial and and then puppy playtime i thought was going to be really super important because um goldie couldn't go outside you know and play with other dogs yet so 
walking outside and exposure to so many different animals and so many different people, so many different sounds, and is is I I thought I definitely needed reinforcement with that with a puppy. It's you know it's not just like you can just go out in the yard and throw a ball. What were your expectations of doing a private session, and then can you kind of walk me through the experience of? of having sure. one of our trainers come in and work with you? Yeah, it was it was fabulous. I think um, we were supposed to come in and do the one-on-one, but um, it ended up being that uh, Goldie tested positive for a parasite, so, she, so we couldn't come in. So Aaron you mean you couldn't come to our facility, you mean? Right, mm-hmm. correct. So Erin um, said, well, I can come out, and I thought that was just like, I couldn't even believe it. I thought that was so great. So she came and you mean to have um, to have a trainer come to your home, you mean? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it was it was it was better to have her come to the house so she could see the environment that we were raising Goldie in. So she could see where Goldie slept and went to the bathroom and um did you know, everything instead of just explaining to it. And I actually have a very uh different circumstance because I have a daughter that uses a wheelchair and it's a power chair and when we first got Goldie she you know didn't have any fear of it or anything and she would jump on and ride around and which was great but at the same time she she didn't know to stay away from it so my daughter really couldn't go anywhere Mm. (laughs) Goldie was like under her wheels the entire time um so it was you know, we needed help with that. So it was great that Aaron could see that and offer suggestions and help us with that. I guess, what does the session look like? I mean, to someone who has no idea what a private okay. session with a dog yes. trainer. I didn't know what to expect when she came. I, I really thought it was going to be more, hi, this is the services that we can provide for you. Um, you know, do you want to sign up for more kind of thing? It was, but she came in, she sat down and from the minute she sat down, she was training, um, or, you know, introducing new concepts to Goldie and us. I mean, we needed to be trained along with the dog. So we knew what to do and how to do um, things. And, you know, so simple, just she didn't know her name at that point, you know, so just the little tricks that she did all while she was explaining to us um, what we should be doing. She was showing us and she was doing it. And Goldie was responding like, a superstar, you know, and, um, everything that she taught us during her session of explaining things and, um, you know, instead of just telling us, oh, this is what we can do and this is what you should do. She was showing us and that made it all the more, um, memorable and, um, relevant. You know, I, I could see that, what she was saying was working. I could see that um, when I did it, after she did it, that Goldie responded. And um, it was, so that made it so worth it. I knew dogs, you know, can be trained and, you know, but, but like sit. And that's pretty much the extent of the training that I ever did was sit and stay and um, 
you know, paw and shake or something like that, but not, um, she, she would, she showed us touch. And, um, so Goldie, I mean, in seconds was, was touching and it's helped me immensely when we're around other people and I need to get her attention or anything, you know, and I just do the touch and I still do it, you know, I do it just about every day when I need to get her attention. Um, and so she taught us that in that first session. Um, she made me understand that it's, it's, a, it's like a child, you know, they, they want to learn. They want, they want to have rules. They want to have structure. And, oh, she told me that it was okay to put her in the crate because I, I didn't want, I didn't want Goldie to think that the crate was punishment because she was really a good crate sleeper and I didn't want to abuse it and use it during the day and that's honestly been a lifesaver just to take a shower and Mm -hmm. just to you know have a minute it's okay to put her in the crate and she's perfectly happy um it's not a punishment and so that that was reassuring and you know you, you forget how much you know work a puppy is and um You've also been doing day school with her. And puppy playtime. I was doing uh, puppy playtimes twice a week, and I go again on Friday. Um, yes, and they've all, everything is, is reassuring or reaffirming everything um, that I'm doing, and or they do things, and then I do them at home. Yeah. And, uh, what's yes. her What's her energy level like after puppy playtime or day school versus <laughs> she uh... crashes <laughs> she crashes because um yeah and it's it's the first time it was hilarious because she has like this little bed on the floor and her head was on the floor and her body was on the bed so she was like <laughs> hanging off like she couldn't even lift her head <laughs> she was so tired and um but she's you know she's she's rambunctious and goes you know full speed ahead like and then stops you know she's she's done Aww. yeah Goldie. yeah it's great. And i actually just contacted aaron i i think we're gonna um i'm gonna get some more not not one-on-one because i'm not gonna be there day, day um, training we call it what is it we call it day training Day training yeah. because um, I really think that she uh, that uh, that Goldie needs a, a, someone else to um, that's not me because I don't know I think she probably looks at me as being a little bit of a pushover like she can get away with more so I'm hoping that Erin can be the person that she'll actually walk on the street with and not. Um, to sit down she likes to just sit on the street not walk well i'm sure it'll help to have someone reinforcing good walking but also i think erin can help you help her uh figure out that that uh the the walking nicely game works with both of you right 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 right. i'm i'm very much looking forward to it do you have a hands-free leash no. I I was speaking to another puppy owner the other day, uh, and he said that uh, actually my recommendation, which he he saw on Instagram, because I did this like funny reels of me wearing a a hands free leash, um, uh-huh. like cha- changed his experience outside with his dog. 
um, because it really frees up both of your hands um, to uh, be able to give treats and um, and I also think that the fixed length of of like a hands-free leash rather than you know if something's in your arm you extend your arm you bring your arm back like it's not like a perfect fixed radius but when something's attached to your waist I think your dog can start to learn like what is what is precisely more precisely like where they can uh-huh. anyway glad that it's going well thank you for your patronage yeah no problem thanks, thanks. for reaching out So my name is Rachel and my puppy is Hudson and we had a private training session a couple weeks ago now and it was just, it was a really great experience um, to have Shana be able to meet Hudson in his home environment where he's most comfortable but also see how he interacts in the space um, was really helpful for her to be able to give us some pointers on how we should be working with him to train him, you know, rather than just saying, oh, you know, he likes to chew on things. She can actually kind of see where are those, where are those spots that he He's always going and kind of what are the best ways for us to draw his attention elsewhere. Um, And also she was able to see that we have a really long hallway in our entryway and come up with a game that we could play with him to work on name recall using this space. Um, So that's been really great just in terms of it's something we can easily do on our own in our home anytime we have a few minutes and it gives Hudson some practice with name recall, but also, you know, he's running back and forth up and down a long hallway and he's getting some energy out. Um, So that was, that was really great. So I think just, you know, kind of being able to see the environment that he's in and give us some pointers before going into puppy kindergarten with little things we could start working on was incredibly helpful. It helped you uh, come into puppy kindergarten being a little bit more savvy? Yes, I think so. Um, You know, we really didn't know a whole lot before Shannon came over. Um, And so now, you know, she was also able to kind of give us an overview of, of what the courses are going to be like and what we can expect. Um, and also just, you know, working a little bit with some of the commands. I feel like we are going in knowing a little bit more than we had before she came out. I had heard that, you know, the first four months of a puppy's life are really critical, but Sheena was explaining to us that even kind of the two week period after we met with her was even more critical. Um, and so I hadn't realized, you know, how, how much those two weeks meant even in that, that scheme of the first four months. And, she just talked to us about, you know, how do you make every experience a positive experience? Um, so that was, I mean, obviously we, we want everything to be positive for him, but sometimes mm-hmm. we were like, how do we do that? You know, if we have to put him in his crate, if he's being too rambunctious and he needs to calm down. And she did a great job of explaining that it's like being sent to your room as a kid. Um, you know, you're in a room with all of your stuff. So making sure that he has toys and maybe some treats and that, you know, he's not just being locked in an empty crate that even as, as we're giving him some time to calm down, that it's a really positive experience. Interesting. I wanted to just read from the report that looks like Shana sent afterwards. Shana wrote, Hudson is a 12-week-old Labrador Golden Retriever mix brought home by his guardians about two weeks ago. This is their first puppy, and he is adjusting well to living in the city. His guardians are beginning crate training, and he is being leash-walked for potty breaks every two to three hours. Hudson greeted me readily at the door and was confident and outgoing. He lacked mouth control and would chew on hands, clothes, and items in the house like tables and legs, and would also, like, uh, also frequently jump up 
to grab treats from my hand. His guardians report he will also chew on the wire crate and hasn't been left alone yet for very long. He appeared eager to learn and trained well and was already very responsive to his name. Hudson remained engaged throughout the session and enjoyed being close to his guardians and also sought out affection and attention from me. And she broke down some goals, increased time between potty breaks, and she wrote out a plan for that, reduce attention-seeking behaviors and build impulse control. She wrote out a plan for that. And teach basic cues and manners, and uh, she suggested a plan for that, um, starting with working on uh, clicker training. Uh, it looks like she suggested a few different exercises, impulse games like uh, the elevator game, wait at the doorway, say please. Uh, but then I see she talked about desensitization picnics. Can you talk a little bit about what a desensitization picnic is? Yes. <laughs> um, the city, I mean, as I'm sure you're, you're well aware, it's just, it's a lot. There's so much going on at all, all hours of the day and night. I think the first night that we got Hudson home, I had to take him out to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. And it was like two 30 in the morning, um, in the middle of the week. And there was just still so much activity on the street. And that was so distracting for him. Um, we could be outside for over an hour and he just would not have gone to the bathroom because he's so distracted by all the people and the cars and the noises. Um, so going on those desensitization picnics and helping him really get used to this environment has been super helpful. How would you describe um, what, what a desensitization picnic is? So we've just been bringing him um, to maybe not the noisiest areas, but just kind of some different areas, different stoops where we can kind of sit with him in the neighborhood and he can sit there and be very calm uh, and feel comfortable because he's with us. And But just kind of watch things happen, watch people walk by, watch cars walk by, um, you know, maybe hear some construction noises for on the block, down the block, and, and just get used to all of the sounds and the sights of the city so that it's not so overwhelming for him. How did you first find School for the Dogs? We have found it just doing a quick internet search. Mm -hmm. You know, there were lots of great testimonials and things that had come up. Um, and then I also just asked at our vet um, if, if she had heard of you guys, mm -hmm. if she recommended you, if she had someone else she recommended. Um, and she had said she had had a lot of clients who had used you and had been very happy with their experience. Oh, who's your vet? Um, Dr. Kushner at the Washington Square Animal Hospital. Oh, great. You know, I, our services are not inexpensive, but I, I think that they can be transformative. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, it's not yeah. like you're just paying for the time that you're sitting there. Yes. No, I mean, I think it, it goes beyond that, right? Gina gave us exercises and things that we can do with Hudson when she's not here, um, which was really helpful because I did grow up with dogs. I was a little bit younger when they kind of went through their training. So I remember some things, but not everything. Um, and so, you know, we were kind of able to do, you know, teach him to sit and kind of little things, but it was sort of those, those larger things with how do we train him, um, you know, in the right way and be doing the things that are making it the best experience for him and are also, you know, going to make sure that the training sticks with him so it's great that she's given us some things that we can do on our own really she did a great job of kind of explaining to us you know this is what we do and this is why um so we really understand what we're doing when we're teaching Hudson things mm -hmm. and yeah just to be able to practice outside of of puppy kindergarten outside of the private training sessions is great because it's you know we're obviously paying for the time that we're with her but then we can also take those learnings and practice with him 
outside of that and feel really confident in being able to do this and to work with him on our own. We're very excited for, for puppy playtime on Sunday and also for puppy kindergarten to start. Great. Well, I can't, I can't wait to, to meet him. You can do a session with a School for the Dogs trainer, plus get some of our on-demand courses at a special price when you go to schoolforthedogs.com slash virtual bundle. Of course, if you are in New York City, you could also work with us virtually, but you're also welcome to join us for training at our East 7th Street location. We also do in-home sessions in select parts of Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at School for the Dogs, where we have posted some videos of these cute puppies we talked about today. As always, if you have any questions or want to send me a picture of your cute puppy, I'm at Annie at schoolforthedogs.com.